Hey, it's Nikki. Thank you so much to Ranu Coleman for being here to talk to me today on the podcast about Azazi. Now, this is something that I found to be very, very interesting because we've talked about some different clothing lines being in the sustainable world, but we haven't yet spoken about formal wear and bridal during this conversation. So it's really cool to have you on. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am really good. So let's talk about what inspired Azazi. Okay, sure. So Azazi is a direct-to-consumer bridal apparel company. We started at the end of 2014. The founder of Azazi and his wife were basically planning their wedding. And during that process, he became frustrated um, by the process of buying a wedding dress. So really how Azazi came about is while he was going through this uh, with his wife, he realized that the wedding dress buying process is very costly. A lot of the gowns that his wife was looking at didn't really fit everybody's body type well. So really what he set out to do was create a platform that would cut out the middleman and really deliver a high quality custom fit dress to a customer directly. And that's really how Azazi got started. He really wanted to create a company that would help brides really of every shape and size because that's not really something that's traditional or common in the bridal industry, Um, but be able to do that from the comfort of their own home and not have to shop at a traditional brick and mortar store. So he, he started the company in his garage about five years ago, and now we serve one in 10 U.S. brides. So company's grown a lot. Yeah. So let's talk about sustainability. It can be kind of a complicated topic. So what does sustainability mean to you? For me, I I feel like sustainability means looking for products and brands that align with my personal values. That is how I feel like a lot of people look at it when it comes to apparel. Sustainability to me means having like ethically responsible business practices and if you can, a zero-waste manufacturing process. And you actually are able to provide a no-waste process, or or close to it anyway. Explain how that can be. Sure. We are a made-to-order company. So as soon as somebody basically places an order on azazi.com, the garment is then made, and then uh, it's made according to the size or the measurements that are provided by the customer, and then it's shipped out. So Nothing is made unless an order is placed, and that's really how we're able to have a zero-waste process. And that helps in your size inclusivity as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Size inclusivity is, I would say, one of the pillars of our business. We've offered all of our dresses in sizes 0 to 30 since we launched in 2014. We also offer custom sizing, and I think that also has a lot to do with inclusivity because we know that not every body type is the same and not everyone fits in a standard sample size. So I would say the custom sizing is really a big part of that. And um, we're, we're actually finally seeing a lot of more traditional bridal retailers that are sort of catching up to that body positive movement. Yeah, that's awesome. So why is having low overstock so important? We only carry about 3% of made-to-order overstock at all times. For us, it's really important to keep this number low to help eliminate waste and save energy. And that's really by not producing more than we, that's basically absolutely necessary for the demand that we have. 
if you look at more traditional retailers, especially fast fashion, they can carry anywhere between 20 to 30% of overstock. And that in return ends up, they end up losing like billions of dollars every year because of it. So we really, our business model, our made to order business model really helps us keep our, our overstock percentage low. Well, and that also helps keep things out of the landfills. It helps with the environment. I mean, we talk about in some of the previous podcasts about how many textiles go to the landfills every single year. So how much of an impact on our environment does waste from the fashion industry actually cause? Uh, It's a lot. (laughs) Um, It's a lot like what you just said. Uh, So the fashion industry, I believe, is responsible for 10% of the world's carbon emissions. The big issue is that merchandise is destroyed, and it's destroyed by several different ways, burning, shredding, and as you mentioned, landfilling. Most companies incinerate, and they claim that the incinerators capture energy, but the energy that's recouped from burning the clothes, it doesn't come anywhere near the energy that's used to actually create them. And it's especially, I would say, this especially becomes a problem with fast fashion. Mm So how can we reduce that negative impact? So I think something simple that we can do, especially in the apparel industry, is to really, for one, stop producing materials such as catalogs and lookbooks and really move everything digitally. There's so much overprinting of these materials. And from what we see, 80% of it gets tossed. In addition to having yards of leftover fabric, it ends up getting thrown out as well. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about sustainability, many people are afraid of the price tag. But your dresses are so affordable. How are you able to keep the costs down? We, I would say, are really able to keep costs low because we are a direct-to-consumer business and we don't have the overhead and additional costs of operating brick-and-mortar stores. That's definitely one way. I think cutting out the middleman really allows us to provide cost savings to our customers and because we are a made-to-order company, we don't have any inventory, and so we don't have any fabric waste. And so all of that really helps us. Any savings that we have, we're able to give to the customer versus any middle person in the process. So why do you think it is so important to know where your clothes come from and how they're made? I think it's important to know that because you want to ensure that the companies you work with have ethical practices, especially in regards to the factories that they work with, especially in this day and age, making sure that they meet certain safety standards and that, you know, your garments aren't being made with any, you know, cancer-causing pesticides. At Azazi, we definitely, we work with family-owned factories. Each one has to meet a set of quality craftsmanship standards, and all that's really, really important to us. And I think it's just becoming very important to consumers in general. And what small changes can consumers make to buy better? So I think it's I think it's really hard to find apparel and and just brand product companies in general that are completely green. But there are definitely companies that are a more green option, which is what we would consider ourselves compared to our competitors. I think buying clothes that you were going to buy anyway, but choosing the item that was made ethically and with less waste is basically sustainability made easy. There's no real like significant behavior change, but I think a simple choice can ultimately make a bigger difference. So 
COVID-19, it's something that we don't want to talk about, but we kind of have to talk about because it's had such a huge impact (laughs) on the world today. So how is that changing the way we shop? Because, I mean, many brick and mortar stores are closed now. So how can people get the bridal store experience online? So, good question. I think that you can still get that experience online just by making everything virtual. So, what we're seeing a lot of, especially what we're seeing brides do, is they're still having that moment, but they're having it virtually. So, one thing that we're seeing is you can have a try-on party virtually, you know, via Zoom or, or FaceTime and try on all of your dresses and still have that bridal moment with your friends and your family, but you're just not having it all in the same room. We, Azazi, actually offers a virtual showroom that we're definitely seeing an uptick of people using right now. You can use it through our app or through our website, and basically your entire bridal party can participate in choosing styles and colors before they actually order their dress. And we have a social chat feature where the bridal party can chat about all of the styles in real time. I think these type of features, they just, they still create that interactive experience, not in person, but you're just doing it all virtually. Let's talk about some of the organizations that Azazi supports. Yeah. um, So what I would say our main one, the one that we are very actively work with every year is Princess Project. They're they're a smaller, more local organization in in, um, the Bay Area, but we we really love what this organization stands for. They basically promote self-confidence by providing free prom dresses to high school teenagers who can't afford them. So we take all of our, you know, clearance dresses, any overstock that we have, and instead of, you know, destroying them, we donate all of it to this organization. So we've actually been awarded their donor of the year for the past two to three years, I believe. We we really like them. They're they're phenomenal at what they do. We've also been supporting, um, we've been working with National Breast Cancer Foundation. We work with them about once a year, and we donate some of our pink dresses and proceeds go to that foundation that we do as well. But I would say those are the two that that we've been working with more recently. That is awesome. I absolutely love that. And I love the size inclusivity and the body positivity that comes from the brand. This is something that we've been talking about over, especially more recently um, in this podcast, because it's something that I think really needs to be focused on and addressed because it's not just about size inclusivity with the upper end of the range, but also with the lower end of the range, because there are a lot of people who struggle to find sizes, you know, zero and two and stuff. So it's really important that the brand does cover a wide variety of sizes. And that custom sizing is such a cool feature. Can you explain quickly how the custom sizing feature works? Sure. Um, So if you're not interested in ordering just, you know, your standard size. If you want to do custom sizing, you basically just go to our site. When you're ready to select the style that you like, there's a video that we have that tells you exactly how to take your measurements. And based on that, there's three to four different measurement requirements that you have to input. You input those in and we get that order and then we cut and sew and make the dress specific to those measurements that you enter. So it's pretty seamless. The biggest issue that we've really seen from that is just people not knowing how to take take their measurements Mm -hmm. accurately, but we do have a pretty extensive process on our site to show you exactly how to do that. And ever since we've had that, it's been, it's been pretty great. Well, that is fantastic. So if anybody wants to learn more about Azazi, what's the web address? How do they find you? 
So it's just azazi.com, A-Z-A-Z-I-E.com, and we also have an app. Excellent. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. This has been really enlightening, and I just love what you guys are doing. Keep up the good work. Ranu Coleman from Azazi, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me.